This is Behind the Vault, where we study the best in community banking. On this show, we talk with community bank and credit union leaders about their approaches, challenges, and successes in serving their communities in today's world. I'm your host, Rich Edwards. Our aim is to highlight and strengthen one of the most essential parts of our economy, the community financial institution. Stick around at the end of the show to learn how you can be a guest on Behind the Vault. And now, on with the episode. Welcome to episode number one, Behind the Vault, Conversations with Customer-Driven Bankers. Rich Edwards, you are the host, and I get to uh, kind of warm up the host seat for you, but congratulations on the launch of the podcast. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, no, thanks, Josh. Yeah, looking forward to it. I think I think we got a lot of really great guests lined up to, to talk to everybody about what is really making a difference uh, in the market today with community banking. You know, having had somewhat of a little bit of a background in fintech and finance and consumer side of of that, uh, this is an industry that is absolutely having to evolve at least as fast as, you know, a lot of other industries, but probably a lot faster. I'm sure you have some experience in this. Oh, sure. I mean, you know, we we just kind of came out of a year where there was a rather sizable scare about, you know, the security and the stability of the banking industry. And one of the biggest things that came out of that was the resilience and, you know, how sticky a lot of the relationships were at the community banking and credit union level. That that whole class of 9,000 some odd institutions that are below that $10 billion in assets mark, th- their performance was, was laudable in, in that environment. Yeah. Well, you think about what the alternative is and and where the brains and minds of consumers are today. Um, if you don't have that relationship and, you know, it's, it's, it's tough out there. Uh, you know, if you've just, as a small bank, if you've only just competed on numbers, uh, you know, good luck on that. But, um, you know, so in this podcast, what we want to do, right, is have conversations with leaders in community banking who are committed to that customer-centric approach, right? Absolutely. I mean, you you talk to anybody from a small institution and they will say, you know, what is your differentiator? How do you stand out? Almost universally, it's service level. It's what do we provide that larger, more industrial scale institutions can't or won't or don't want to? Um, and what that looks like, and, and that, that has been a, a viable business model for a hundred plus years for many of them. But what does that look like now? What does that look like in the environment we are in now where you're having even greater competition from technology companies, whether they be fintech or whether they just be giant technology companies to begin with, from even larger, more too big to fail um, competitors from um, more and more um, other financial institutions like uh, private equity and private credit beginning to compete with them, it's it's becoming more and more competitive. And and to say the least about the increased scrutiny that's coming from regulators, it's becoming more difficult and it requires um, institutional leaders and the people running strategy to be more innovative, more thoughtful, and one or two steps ahead of the situation that they're in to really stand out and set themselves apart. 
Yeah. Um, and, and also too, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about, you know, kind of this customer driven approach is just being a buzzword. And I think that's why this podcast is so important because what we want to see is how are these banking leaders actually practicing that rather than just having it as some nice words on the wall. Right. What, what does success look like? How are they, how are they actually winning in the market? And how are they able to kind of use what they have available to them to provide that like higher level of service, that unforgettable, that remarkable level of service that they've always been known for. But of course, as time goes on, consumer expectations go up, what um, competitive pressure comes in that that is driving really where their strategy is going. And instead of being in a game of, of catch up or or you know, me also in far as far as what we're able to offer, really getting ahead of that and and standing out as differentiated and unique in the market and 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 really essential to their communities and the services they provide. Yeah. Well, Rich, um, would you mind maybe just sharing, like, you have a very unique background and you've uh, been in this space for some time. Do you mind maybe just sharing a little bit about you and who you work with and what you do today? Sure. So I, most of my background has been in technology. Um, I, I uh, was, uh, it was actually at IBM for about 13 years. Um, a good chunk of that time I spent in um, data center automation, data center solutions, where financial services and large government organizations were like a very big part of that customer set. Um, I spent a lot of time in customer interviews and on customer councils. Uh, I was on IBM's business leader council for four and a half years where three quarters of those customers were, were major banking customers. So understanding what the needs and the requirements are for an industry like banking and financial services that's so heavily regulated, um, so heavily scrutinized where, where risk and compliance are just an inherent part of doing business, understanding what it takes to to operate and be competitive there was a big part of my job. And um, I, I took a very hard left turn in what I was doing around 2013 when I got tapped to be part of the launch of IBM Watson. Mm. And uh, we were part of uh, the, the what was became Watson Developer Cloud, which was the services that we allowed customers to build their own solutions on top of. And because I had this background in, in banking, I kind of became like the bank guy for that and spent the next four, four and a half years really just going around to banks and financial services and talking about, you know, kind of in this new age of artificial intelligence and machine learning and where the data that a lot of the customers had was becoming increasingly more valuable how could they best take advantage of it? What were the real use cases that were going to deliver for them? And so I spent a good chunk of time doing that. And right around 2018, decided this is this is too big of an opportunity to kind of sit on the, the sidelines here and, and try to jump in with both feet and try to find a company that really had the, the background in the, in the skill um, and the experience in working with regulated industries. And that led me to MindSpan Systems. And that's kind of what we've been doing is, is working working with banks and, and other regulated industries to, to really take advantage of you know, their, their data and their unique position in the market to get ahead in what it looks like today. 
because of the work that you do with Mindspan, I know, Rich, you already know quite a few leaders in, in this space. Uh, maybe could you share a little bit about, uh, to our listener who's listening to us right now, uh, what, who they have to look forward to or what, what they what kind of conversations they have to look forward sure, to? Sure, sure. I mean, what what we have on deck is is talking to a lot of the leaders at these at these community level financial institutions, uh, community banks, credit unions um, that are that are looking at their situation, looking at a lot of the um, trends in the market that they're facing um, and saying, how are we going to chart a course forward? Um there, there's there's an awful lot of things that are that are, that they're up against. Uh, regulation, as we kind of talked about, is a is a very big one. Um, looking at how um, things like the forced march into open banking, how that's going to affect their business model. Um, a lot of the demographic um, trends that m- many smaller financial institutions find themselves up against. You know, a rapidly aging customer base. How do they how do they deal with that? How are they addressing that? Um, what are their plans for the future? Um, the fact that the combination of those things has kind of brought the de novo creation of new banks essentially to a standstill, um, and and how that's that's changed the market and changed how they look at things like business development, like uh, M and A, like you know what the future is going to look like for them. So these are a lot of the topics that that I talk about with you know m- many of my clients and my network, and I really kind of want to bring the best thoughts of that out and and look at like what's working, what's not working, what are the kind of the emerging trends, the emerging problems that are really on the minds of community banking leaders today. Yeah, and uh, so it could quite likely be that a friend that's listening to us right now probably know somebody who would be a great guest for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, Rich, if you were kind of to define the, uh, you know, who would make a great guest for uh, Behind the Vault, uh, conversation with the customer-driven bankers, um, what might they be believing in or doing in in, in the industry? Yeah. So so m- most of who we're, we're talking to are you know, the CXOs um, of uh, that sub $10 billion community financial institution or credit union. Um, obviously, CEOs, presidents, uh, CMOs, uh, sometimes the chief lending, chief risk officer, you know, anybody who really has the pulse and the thought about what is our strategy? What does tomorrow look like? How are we going to continue to be relevant to our markets and to our customers in the coming years. Anybody who kind of has that mindset and is wrestling with those problems, that's who really we want to talk to and be able to kind of really celebrate what they've what they've done and and a lot of the success that they've seen in the market today. Yeah. So uh, to our friend that's listening, uh, here's what you want to do. You want to go to mindspan. Inc.com. And to listener, or if you happen to know someone that you'd love to nominate as a guest, uh, we'd, we'd love to hear their brilliance. We'd love to hear the great work that they're doing. And quite frankly, Rich, I think we want to celebrate, you know, banking leaders who truly are 
uh, innovating as well as just kind of living by that principle of, you know, that customer centric approach. It's it's the future for community banking. Um, so again, the website, mindspaninc.com, uh, click on podcast. And that's where all the subscribe lists are, links are. Certainly, if you're listening to this, you're probably listening in a podcast app right now. Go ahead and hit subscribe. Start binge listening because I think you're going to like what you're going to learn. And then also, should you know somebody uh, that is doing great work in the space. Uh, there's a link on that podcast page where you can nominate them or they can uh, apply to be a guest as well. So, uh, Rich, this is really great. Where do you see the next couple of years headed? Uh, and, you know, just, you know, from your own perspective, you know, to those leaders that are committed to this customer driven approach, you know, where should their minds be right now? Yeah, no, certainly thinking about, you know, where some of these major trends are. Um the demographic one is is no joke and it's it's been repeatedly cited by um many regulators that are that are concerned about the the ability of community banking to to continue to be viable um and not present too big of a risk. Um, for the banking system as a whole, and in particular for regulators. Um, so looking at, you know, how do we continue to be relevant, not only to our existing customers, but to emerging generations, millennials, Gen Y, Gen Z, you know, existing on from there, how do we continue to, to grow our footprint in there from, you know, an age of people who grew up, you know, not only with the internet, but with mobile as kind of their primary approach, but but you know, looking for that level of, of service and relevant to that type of customer. Um, very, very big, big issue. One that like every financial institution, even the very large ones are still facing today. Um, technology is continuing to be an issue. We, we look at you know, the rather rapid acceleration of generative AI in the past year and how that's beginning to change many business models across the board, let alone in, in banking and financial services, but what that go-to-market looks like, what that level of personalization of service looks like, and how, because that's so close to what sets community financial institutions apart, how that can be both an opportunity and potentially a threat. And coming up with, you know, really that strategy for how are you going to deal with that in both of those situations. Yeah. All right, Rich Edwards, uh, I'm going to give you the host microphone now. You've got it from here. Uh, to our friend that's listening to us, hit subscribe, start listening, or binge listening. Uh, truly, if you believe like we do, uh, that for community banking, you know, again, the customer-centric approach is, is absolutely the winning strategy. Rich Edwards, uh, thank you so much for making this podcast available for the industry. Very, very exciting. Uh, and again, to our listener, uh, buckle up. It's going to be a fun year. Rich, thank you so much. Thanks, Josh. This has been Behind the Vault, a production of Mindspan Systems, helping community FIs provide service like no other. Learn more at MindspanDink.com. If you're a community bank or credit union leader and have a story to tell, please visit BehindTheVaultPod.com slash guest. That's behindthevaultpod.com slash guest. If you found this episode useful, 
Leave a rating on Apple Podcasts as that helps other FI leaders like you find the show. Thanks for listening and join us next time for more insider stories from community banking on Behind the Vault.